Greetings and welcome to the Spooky Scouts. If you found us, you show an interest in questioning the suspicious, investigating the intriguing, and attempting to distinguish fact from fiction. Each meeting, we will evaluate a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, and history to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. <laughs> campfire myself that's why oh that's why there we go how is it how is everyone on this extremely sweaty uh sunday afternoon here in the pacific Northwest? it's hot it's hot here too but it is not that oh. hot it's yeah it's rough i just checked on my chickens uh they were fine Freya's is in the basement she's all she's a chilly chook she needs to, um, she needs to cool off. Poor baby. The other two, you know, the other two were broody. They were all very broody. So I closed the door. I pretty much, like, locked them out. I was like, no, you're locked out. You can't sit in the dark in a hundred degree heat in a box. You no, can't. No. So you're locked <laughs> out. So I'm sorry. So now they're really pissed at me. But no. they're not dead. Like, they're not dying. They're not so. dead, so that's what's important. You can yeah, be mad yeah. as long as you're not dead. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we have a really special episode today because Kayla, Kayla went to a Bigfoot convention in person. I did. Our our ultimate goal of the Spooky Scouts is to get interviews with people, and Kayla got some interviews with real live people real out people. in the wild. Which it was a little impromptu. I was just like, <laughs> I'm gonna do this actually, and like, it was interesting because typically I have very severe social anxiety, but I think the pandemic completely cured me, and I was just like. <laughs> I was like, what's up, dude? Complete stranger I've never met. What's your name? What do you like? Let me ask you oh questions. Oh, my God. Like, I've never been able to do that before. But after the pandemic, I was like, I think I've had enough, like, social anxiety, like, for a year. And now I'm just good. And I'm fine now. I'm cured. So. I think I think part of it is that you realize also that, like, most of those people aren't going to remember you. Yeah. Like, they, like you can interview people, like, out in the wild. And most people just won't care. Yep. So you have some time to reflect on that, and now you're just like, cool, it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, hmm, meeting everybody. I was like, shaking hands, which felt weird. Uh, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it was, it was great. It was great. Everyone's, um, everyone in the chat is proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was proud I'm proud of, of you, too. Thank you. It's scary. Talking to people's scary. It is. Like, especially complete strangers. But, like, I will say that the type of people that are like in this stream right now or at that event are really nice like they're just nice people who are passionate yeah. about what they're there for so that makes a difference yeah i mean well and also like i think we were talking about this earlier is like they just want to share their experiences yep like that they just want to share what happened to them which i think is is such a better like interview place than like say talking to game developers because while game developers want to share about their like game they're it's like it's less of a like experience you know yeah. what i mean mm -hmm. it's less of a an exciting story yeah <laughs> and these people were just like oh yeah i got i tell you could tell that they kind of had a story that they would mm -hmm. generally share and they had prepared um i don't um, know i'll talk yeah, more about right. it after we watch the video but yeah yeah we gotta watch the video first we have one current event that I wanted to share with everyone. Yes, please. That is incredible. <laughs> I want to hear about this. 
yeah, Kay I, Kayla hasn't heard about it, but I'm going to I'm going to read you all an article. I'll link it in the chat so that you can check it out. This was in Canada, just so you know, to watch out. It's uh, the police uh, break up an exorcism in the lumber aisle. Oh, sorry, it's not in Canada, of a U.S. Home Depot. Uh, yeah, I was about to say, that can't be Canada. <laughs> no, it's not Canada. I thought it was Canada. So I'm gonna, just going to read, it's a very short article, I'm just going to read it. It's great. Um, it says, a word of warning to anyone building a deck in Pennsylvania, your lumber might be possessed by a demon, and if it is, you can blame the meddling local police. Authorities busted up an attempt at exorcism in the timber aisle of a Home Depot in Dixon County, Pennsylvania on Monday, according to a bizarre line included in the police department's daily crime blotter on Facebook. Dixon City officers showed up at a Home Depot around 3.30pm on Monday for a call about disorderly people at the store. According to the blotter, two individuals were having an exorcism in the lumber aisle for the dead trees. That's not a euphemism, wrote. I guess. <laughs> no. Like, <laughs> Nope. Uh, the would-be exorcists were two men dressed in black, according to Dixon City Police Chief William Belinsky. Both men were chanting and moaning in the lumber aisle and looked like they were trying to do an exorcism, Belinsky told the Scranton Times-Tribune newspaper. Another officer told the Philly Voice that it was a seance type of thing for the dead. The humans were escorted out of the building, but it's unclear if the alleged evil spirits were escorted back to hell. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> this person is, had too much fun I writing know. this. I know. There is no indication that the exorcism had anything to do with a recent drop in the price of lumber. Staff at the store declined to comment. Authorities did not say why the men thought the wood might be possessed. No humans <laughs> or, or haunted two-by-fours were charged in connection with the incident. I love it. I love this person who wrote oh. it. Like, they were just like, yep, ham it up. Yep, uh, that's the article. It's great and super dumb. But apparently there were people trying to exercise wood in a Pennsylvania Home Depot. Who knows why? We don't. It's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Maybe they're Twin Peaks fans. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah. All right. This is really wonderful. And thank you, Kayla, for doing an on-the-scene reporting. On-the-scene. Uh, this is a treat. So everyone, sit back, relax, grab yourself a sippy, and watch watch our first Spooky Scout on assignment, Kayla in the field. On the field. <laughs> in the field. I'm going to mute us, too, once it's on, so you won't hear us, but we'll be in the chat. Let me know when you hit play, so I'll hit play over here. Okay. All right. Ready? Play. Welcome to the Bigfoot Convention. If you could introduce yourself and kind of what you do, that would be wonderful. Okay. I'm Rick Rellis, and I'm a partner in I Know Squatch, and I'm also a BFRO investigator, and I've been investigating the Bigfoot phenomenon for 11 years. Okay. And what's your what's the most the most interesting story you could tell me in a short amount of time? <laughs> sure, a short amount of time. So I've investigated a lot of witness reports on this, but I've also had encounters myself. I do a lot of expeditions. I get out in the woods at night, lead groups out at night, and I've had three Class A encounters myself that I've seen of these things. So I can verify having seen these that they're real and they do exist. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. And do you have a website? Um, no, so we're on um, I Know Squatch. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, any of the platforms that you take a look at. We're out, we're out, out there. You can see us on that. And we're always posting content and things like that. And then myself, I can be reached at uh, rrrwoop at gmail.com and uh, contacted that way too. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank you.
Uh, can you introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Tana Lotz, and I am co-owner and co-founder of Twisted Paranormal Society, um, our series, The Twisted Realm, and Haunted Nights Paranormal Events. Okay. And what do you do there? I mean, I could kind of pick up context clues, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, our team, Twisted Paranormal Society, started back in, gosh, 2011. Okay. Um, and we just traveled to different locations. Um, we have been as far as deep south Tennessee to just staying here, you know, in Virginia. We've been all around. Um, and we did start our streaming series called The Twisted Realm. Okay. Um, that can be seen on Paraflix. Okay. Um, Roku. Amazon Prime. Oh, awesome. So, um, and then we had a lot of people that would ask, hey, can we go on investigations with you? But unfortunately, when we're filming, you know, we can't do that. Right. So that's when Haunted Nights Paranormal Events was born. And we do different events at different locations. And, you know, we have people come in and sometimes we have special guests sometimes it's just us but we sell tickets to different venues to be able to investigate with us excellent and do you have I see you have a lot of equipment here I was I was recording yes. that earlier um, do you have like a, a interesting short story you can say about an experience you've had interesting. Well, I've had a lot of interesting ones <laughs> not, not all good oh no um, so, I mean, I, usually I'm the one that they like to pick on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Yeah. So, um, I have been jumped by, you know, spirits. I have, um, there was one location, St. Albans Sanatorium. Okay. Uh, that's in Bradford, Virginia. And the spirit didn't mean to. I mean, she really didn't mean to, but I kind of opened up and let her kind of, you know, she, her story is very sad. Right. And I think she was just trying to find somebody to tell it to. So she kind of attached to me for the weekend, um, but I was able to put her back where she needed to be. Um, so that's been, that was a very strange uh thing to have. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was tough, but all is good. Well good. Well thanks for sharing that story with me and thanks for sharing your information. If yeah. people would want to find you online other than Amazon Prime and Roku and things like that. Right. Um, what's your website? Our website is www.twistedparanormalsociety.com. Okay. Or you can do um, we're on Facebook. Um, we're on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Um, just under Twisted Paranormal Society or the Twisted Realm has a page and Haunted Nights Paranormal Events has a page. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Hello. Would you mind introducing yourself and telling me what you're set up here for at the Bigfoot Convention? Yes. Hello. My name is Leah Fisher, and I am the author of two funny adventure novels for 8 to 13-year-olds, and they are The Encrypted Catcher is the first one in the series, 
And the second one is The Cryptid Keeper. And these are novels about the world of cryptozoology, which is the search for legendary animals that might be real, mm -hmm. like Bigfoot. That is awesome. So what got you to write these? Like what really stood out to you that made you want to write these? Yeah, so I knew nothing about cryptids until about 10 years ago when I was reading a newspaper article about the actor Charlie Sheen um, back in his very exuberant time period, we'll say where I read an article that said that he put together a hunting party to go to Alaska to find the Otter Man. I did not know that. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, who is the Otter Man and what does Charlie Sheen want with him? And so I researched the Otter Man and discovered the word cryptid. And I thought, what's a cryptid? And so I started researching cryptids and discovered cryptozoology and Bigfoot and Bigfoot societies. And I just went down the rabbit hole. And when I was a kid, I know I loved myths and mythology. And so I feel like cryptids and cryptozoology are kind of the modern day myths for kids. Mm -hmm. Sure. That is fascinating. I, that tracks for Charlie Sheen, I feel like. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. It's not a surprise that that's what Charlie Sheen did. Um, if people wanted to find you online or purchase this, uh, these novels online, where would they go? Yeah, so they're pretty much available at your local bookstore or online of your local bookstore or Amazon. Uh, but if you want to go to my website, which is leahfisher.com, okay. it gives all sorts of information there about where you can purchase the books. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. All right. So, could you introduce yourself, please? Yeah, hi, I'm with um, Cryptid HQ. I'm an author, artist, and uh, all-around cryptid enthusiast. Excellent. Um, actually, what got you into being a cryptid enthusiast? Um, I, I have been interested in Bigfoot for years, um, and, and I've been interested in aliens for a long time. and. Um, when I started looking into it, um, just the number of cryptids that I had never heard of from all over the world just kind of hooked me and I thought it was interesting and took it from there. Definitely. Um, so do you have an interesting story about something you've encountered in your research? Um, well, right now we're in the process of building the Cryptid HQ website. Mm -hmm. um, and I have an anthropology background, so um, I kind of like the folklore. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing I noticed that's interesting when I'm researching the cryptids is the line between myth and folklore and cryptid and spirit and demon and all those things. They're very blurry. You can't tell where one begins and one ends. So. Um, I'm always fascinated by that kind of thing and seeing how they, the legends travel and, you know, cryptids that were somewhere in, in England, you know, immig immigrated with the culture when they came to the United States. Yeah, th that's how a lot of, like like you said, folklore kind of travels and changes depending mm -hmm. on the region. Yeah, the, the Snallygaster um, was a German thing and when they immigrated here, they brought it with them and the story evolved as their culture got used to here so yeah yeah i think that kind of thing is pretty cool yeah it is mm -hmm. um so where can people find you online we are currently building cryptidhq.com which will be information about cryptids and cryptid events um there's some paranormal stuff and news feed 
um, as well as a flash fiction contest uh, awesome. for people to uh, compete to win prizes with their their own encounters, stories of their own encounters. Um, and then we're on Instagram at Cryptid Headquarters. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. All right, thank you. Can you please introduce yourself and what you're here in representation of? Hi, I'm Jen Cruz. I'm team leader of the She Squatchers. We're the first all-female Bigfoot research team in the Midwest. Um, I live in Minnesota and uh, one of my teammates live in, lives in Fargo, North Dakota. And then I, one of our teammates just recently moved here to Virginia. Ooh. So, but it doesn't matter because we travel all over the country all the time anyway. So we just meet up wherever we're going. and. Uh, we spent this week researching in North Carolina. So do you tend to just get together and travel to different locations and just spend time squatching and looking for what you can find? We do, we do. And we go to conventions and if we can stay longer at a convention location, then we're able to go squatching there too or somewhere nearby. Will you be doing that here this after this weekend? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure if we're going to be having time to do any more this weekend, but we did do squatching in North Carolina this week because we've been here since, well, we're 10 days here. Oh, wow. So you've been here a while. Ready yeah. to go home, probably. We're going home. We have one day after the conference and we go home. So it's the end of our trip, actually. Nice. <laughs> um, so do you have any interesting story, a short interesting story you can share about your experiences? Oh, my gosh. Um, I didn't believe in Bigfoot when I first started looking, but um, I was really surprised when I first had rocks thrown at me. I didn't know that Bigfoot were known for throwing rocks. Uh, so I was just like, what is happening? I grew up in the woods in Minnesota and nothing had ever, ever thrown rocks at me before. So that was a first for me. And uh, it was really surprising for me to, to find out that they actually were known for doing that. It was really neat. You could tell it wasn't trying to hit us. There were, there were small rocks about that big, that big and they all landed within three feet in front of us. So it was, it was very clear they weren't trying to hurt us. They were just trying to give us a message. So that was Still great. startling, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, and it, we were in a very dense forest in the middle of nowhere. I mean, there's no houses or people. You know, it was the middle of the week. No one knew we were there. So with the chances of somebody hiding in the woods waiting for us to come upon them when nobody knew we would be there in the middle of the week. Because a lot of times we're out in the middle of the week and we don't announce or, or that we're coming and we don't wear anything that says who we are. So nobody knows we're there until we're leaving. And you know, those who have tried to find out where we're gonna go, well, can tell you that we do not tell anybody where we're gonna be. And uh, it's quite frustrating for them. <laughs> oh well, that's fine. Yes. Um, so if people wanted to follow you on social media or do you have a website, can you share that with everybody? Yes, our website is shesquatchers.com. Um, and we are currently having a YouTube race with another YouTuber, so please come and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is She Squatchers Official. Okay. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at She Squatchers Official. Please like and follow us there as well. Awesome. On our blog on the SheSquatchers.com, uh, I've recently posted some new blogs that have like a thermal video of Bigfoot that we captured. Uh, it's easy to find there, and also uh, we've been working with some other research teams doing remote viewing. We do ge geographic, remote geographic remote viewing using psychic abilities to locate and identify areas of interest for Bigfoot. So literally giving them new GPS coordinates of where to look and suggestions on what to do there. And that's been really fun. So one of the blogs has some feedback from one of the other teams that we did some remote viewing for and, and what, what had happened in those places that we 
that we indicated would be interesting areas. That's so, awesome. That sounds yeah. really neat. So yeah. thank you for sharing that. No problem. So thanks for thanks for asking. Yeah, well, thank you for your time. And hopefully we can get some people to come subscribe so you can win the race. That would be awesome. <laughs> people like challenges, so yes. I bet they will. Yes, well, please help us win. She's Poetry's Official on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, well, we're Dan and Mary Beth Thomason, and uh, we're out of Ohio. And we have been making things Bigfoot related, as well as other upcycled creations for about 29 years. And we've been a green business the whole time. That's awesome. And um, we use, you name it, we reuse it and turn it into something new. Um, we are from a part of Ohio that has a lot of sightings, supposed sightings. Um, for Bigfoot and other creatures. There's one in particular in the Cuyahoga Valley National Park called the Windigo. Oh yeah. That is um, very, uh, what's the word? He's very dangerous supposedly and is very vicious. So that's of particular interest, you know, to us. We've, we've always been interested in that. Um, what else? We just, I don't know, we're very open-minded and just kind of, yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask if you you had a favorite kind of paranormal related story. Um, coming from Ohio, you definitely have different ones than from around here. Yeah, probably those stories, not with us directly um, as far as a sighting, but the the Windigo creature. There are so many stories um, about. It's kind of gruesome, but he supposedly eats the bones out of the body and then leaves the flesh. Um, and it, this was like years and years ago, but every now and again you hear things about that you can't explain. It's associated with Helltown in the Cuyahoga Valley. It's, it's in the Cuyahoga Valley National Park. They, they call this little town Helltown. I was about to say, is it really named Helltown? It's called Helltown, but it's not really Helltown. Um, it's just called that. It would be... It's a Boston Township. Um, Boston Township. Boston, Ohio. So if you wanted to, like, there's websites devoted to this whole topic. There's supposed uh, barns that have um, weird things that have happened in barns all over the area. Sacrifices. Yeah. What? That's yeah. interesting. Cult yeah. activities. Yeah. 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 So that's probably the most unusual thing from our area. Right. So. That gives me something to look into. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. You're welcome. Um, so if people wanted to find you online to purchase anything yeah. or follow you, where would they go? Uh, we have a website. Um, it's allputtogethervintage.square.site. Okay. Um, and then we also have a small Etsy site. Um, again, we're from Ohio uh, in the Cuyahoga Falls area. Um, that's, that's probably the easiest way awesome. to like well, us. Thank you so much for your time. Sure. Tell me who you are and what you do. My name's Dave Spinks. I'm a paranormal investigator, author, as you can see here, uh, and researcher of over 30 years. And what are some of the, so I see you write books, and then you also did, were involved in the Flatwoods Monster film, right? Yeah, I was in the, the small the small town monsters, Flatwoods Monster, uh, Legacy of Fear. I've uh, been on numerous TV shows, uh, been on History Channel, uh, Discovery Channel, Travel Channel, Destination America, on numerous shows and more coming. Uh, I've been doing this for, like I said, over 30 years and uh, write books on various topics in the paranormal genre uh, based off of my investigations, my research, and, and more. So, okay. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, do I'm retired law enforcement, federal law enforcement. Uh, I was in the military and the Air Force for eight years, and I've been doing this since I was a kid. I had 
what started me was a Bigfoot experience in West Virginia with my grandfather. What what experience was that? Um, we were fishing at our, one of our favorite fishing holes on the Gauley River, and we saw a Bigfoot, and it was throwing big rocks at us, like this big, from the other side of the river, and it was terrifying. I was 13 years old. Yeah, that would be scary. And, and, uh, but after that, I wanted answers, you know, and back in those days, we didn't have the luxury of the internet, so... You know, I went to local libraries, a school library, and I started trying to find out what it was I saw. I didn't even know what Bigfoot was. I heard tales from the old timers, but they used weird names like the Blue Demon or the Wood Boogers. You know, I always thought that was some kind of uh, scary tale they told us to make us come in at dark, but in reality, it was something that was real. People had seen, and they, in West Virginia, they give it a, almost every county has a different name for Bigfoot. Wood Boogers, Wooly Boogers. The, the old men of the woods. I mean, there's so many different names for these, the same, basically the same creature. Um, and I soon realized that that was not just a fairy tale. That was uh, real. You know, I saw one, and it, it changed my life. Uh, that's why I do what I do today. Uh, all out through my young years, I started researching to discover that hey, people are seeing this same type of creature I saw all over the world. This is a worldwide phenomenon, and I wanted to know more. And then over the years. You know, I saw the show In Search Of, and I was I was like, that's what I saw, boom. And then I saw some other shows and different things that were, you know, early on type shows. And I said, I, that's what I want to do. I want to start looking into this stuff more. And I wanted to, you know, hopefully I could find one of the pieces of the puzzle. To me, it's my mantra, some of man's greatest unanswered questions. What happens to us when we die? Are we alone in the universe? And are there strange creatures, unknown creatures, walking among us? Yes, there are. I've seen one. And I've done hauntings. I've had strange experiences with another family member. That's what got me into the hauntings. And I started doing EVPs at a young age. And I started getting stuff. And I was it just... I went further down the rabbit hole, so to speak. You know, I was just hooked. And I did it all through my working life in the military and law enforcement, but I just never put it out publicly until I retired. And through encouragement from peers in the investigative world, they're like, dude, you got to put that stuff out. So I started putting it in the books. I never thought I'd write a book. <laughs> I'm not a writer, but luckily that's why they have editors, right? Right, exactly. Um, um, but people seem to really like them, and I've continued on with my case files and everything and put them in the books. That is awesome. So, you know, uh, it's, it's really, it's like a hobby gone insane. And uh, I'm really humbled by people buying my books. You know, it's fascinating to me. It makes me feel really good that, hey, people are liking what you're putting out there. So I'm going to keep doing it and see what happens. Because I, I love to hear other people's stories and their accounts because I know what they're talking about. I have, I've had several now, numerous over my 30 plus years of doing this. And that's what it's all about to me, sharing. People might have been holding this story in for 30 years because they, they were scared of being ridiculed or, you know, made, made fun of or saying they're crazy. And they, they had a real experience that changed their lives. And they want to tell it. So I put them in my books for them and share them and investigate them, you know, and try to validate those experiences for them. So that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, if people wanted to find you online or purchase uh, any of your books, where would they do that? Well, you can get any of my books on Amazon. Just uh, look up my name, Dave Spinks, and authors on Amazon. Go to my website, www.davespinksparanormalinvestigator.com to find out where I'm going to be appearing at, where I'm speaking at, what conferences, what all I've got going on. My YouTube channel is Real Supernatural on YouTube. 
and Society of the Supernatural on YouTube. Tons of investigative live videos and, and also filmed videos on there. Um, literally hundreds, I mean, are on, on my YouTube channel. Uh, and that's about it, really. I mean, you can find out, you know, everything I'm doing on my website. So that's, that's where it's at, man. Cool. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, thank you. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Did you enjoy our our first exclusive Bigfoot convention on scene reporting with Kayla Klein as your host? Yay! I mean, how did you like it? Oh my gosh! Oh, everyone said you did amazing. Thank Yay. you. Those Yay, I taught myself how to edit a video. <laughs> Woo! I have to. Kayla did, and Kayla edited it. I it did was great. It. Holly probably could have did a better job, but I need to learn. So I was like, no, I'm gonna do no. it. <laughs> No, no, what? I mean, there's nothing else I could have added to that. It was amazing. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, jury, the most important question at the end of this. Um, first, I'm going to say we are going to post the video on Patreon mm -hmm. first, and then after it's up there for a week, we're going to post it on YouTube. Yep. So it will be up on YouTube, so you'll be able to watch it again, and we're also going to start posting these streams on YouTube as well. I just have to edit the first one. <laughs> yes, so it'll be fine. It'll be so, beautiful, and yeah, I'll put. I'm gonna put this that video up on Patreon after this is over. It'll probably take forever to upload, or I don't know how Patreon works with videos, but it's 23 minutes, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That's what I said. Um, Mithril Mist is that great job? Nobody came off as a crackpot, so doing better than most of the History Channel shows. Thanks. <laughs> That's why I've like watched so many. You guys, I've watched so many cryptid and alien documentaries, and so and so many of them repeat things. And I would just rather watch like people's stories. Like I would just rather hear people's stories. Like that's the part I find fascinating because at the end of the day, unless someone's like holding like a dead mothman or like a bigfoot arm like what do you you don't have anything else other than people's stories yep so yep yeah so i'd rather have that yeah and going to this thing like this type of event you're going to it and you're choosing to believe it like whether you typically do right. or not like you should suspend your belief and just believe what people are telling you like that's the point of going to something like this and like yeah i'm glad it came across as genuine and enthusiastic because that's what I wanted to make sure of because I feel like it can easily turn into like seeming like you're making fun of people. But I 100% believe these people and like am enthusiastic and genuine about interested. And I think we all are. So I, I always want to yeah. make sure to have that correct tone with it. Yeah. Well, that's why we were talking about this too about how like we never want to make fun of people because people's experiences are important. Like, whether or not it actually, like, happened, it was still happened to them, mm -hmm. regardless. So it's still an important experience for them. Like, I feel like that's kind of our how we want to approach these things, is like, okay, it might sound totally outlandish, but we're going to give them the benefit of the doubt and hear their experience, regardless of if it was, was like, an actual experience or a hallucination. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's to still them an it interesting, happened. To them it happened, and it's still an interesting encounter and it's an interesting story and it's an interesting like they're interesting people and they deserve respect just for being people yep <laughs> so so that's kind of but we will zoom in on weird decorations like clowns that clown like <laughs> i was that telling clown. holly like i walked into that it was like a little side room the setup for this event to kind of right. go over it, it it's like it was in a uh, a town i guess it's a town called fort defiance and this was the the fire department was like here and then the community <laughs> center was here and then the all the tents were out back and then there were some things set up inside the community center 
and the clown existed in a little <laughs> side room inside the community center and i walked in and these guys were talking and they were like oh man does that do you have that staring at you all day and i was like do they mean one of these dolls and then i turn around and there's just a giant clown on the wall and i was like oh my god and i just had to like zoom in on him it was a lot oh, no no it's too much and thank you, Petite Cherie, said, uh, this is why this channel is special. I am a scientist who doesn't believe in this stuff, but I'm not ignorant to people's experiences, and you guys do a good job of balancing that. Yeah. Yay. Because I think people's experiences, regardless of if they're feasible or not, are important, mm -hmm. and I think that it's important to listen to them, yep. too. Because at, at the end of the day, it could have happened. Yeah. And if it did, that's messed up. If it didn't, it's still interesting that it was an experience that they had, regardless if it was something physical or something internal, you know? Mm -hmm. So, or even, you know, from anything. So. Yeah. Oh, cri crimes, crimes and crimson. I can't talk to you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm t I like burned my brains out like earlier today where I was taking, I was like hosing off the plants and the pigeons like, don't die. It's too hot. I just, like, I like melted. Um, Crimson, Crimson Logic said, my dad claims he heard a Bigfoot roar while he went camping as a kid many decades ago. He said it sounded like a mix of a man yelling and a lion roaring while crashing through the woods nearby. He swears it did not sound like a bear. See? Ooh, That's spooky. That is spooky. I shit my pants. So. <laughs> well. But yeah, interesting. Um, do you want me to go over a couple comments about the people in the video? Yes, and then and then we want you to show off the merch because yes. Caleb Hanley got me a prize and I want to see I got it. you a couple prizes. <laughs> so I, a couple things that were talked about off camera with individuals. One, one of those I'm going to save for later because it comes with a prize. I have a giveaway item from one okay. of the people we talked to. Oh yeah, we have a giveaway. That's so exciting. And it's signed. And it's signed. So we'll get to that when we get to the merch, the unmerching. Yeah. But the, let me see, where do I start? The... The handmade couple, I can't, I should have wrote down names. Um, Mary Beth and Dan Thomason from All Put Together Vintage. They talked about Helltown. And after I had got done recording, they started going more in depth about Helltown. Cause I was like, so Helltown, eh? Like what's up with that? <laughs> and she was just basically like, yeah, it is wild. Like she said, um, I meant to look it up, but maybe give it a quick Google. It, it had something to do with like, years ago there being some sort of chemical spill there and oh. like people got kicked out of their homes and like the land got like reclaimed or something and like she said there's a lot of structures there that are just they have a lot of things weird going on in them and um dan specifically mentioned that there was like a barn where there he was just like yeah there's like sacrifices and stuff and i was like no what <laughs> you know what classic sacrifice he's like yeah like cults and sacrifices and stuff and i was like okay <laughs> and interesting so it's it it sounded like it was and then they also had the wendigo problem there so it sounded like it was mm -hmm. just a lot of stuff going on in that specific town so that's definitely something to maybe research into at a later date but interesting i i was yeah. like hmm, okay because i don't think it's too terribly far from me i need to look it up it's Ohio, it says? Yeah, it's Helltown. I always forget that Ohio is on that side of the country. Yeah. I keep thinking, I get Ohio and Colorado confused in my brain. I don't know why. I think because they're both kind of like square with a bit on it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Oh no, Petit Pigeon. 
says, stay safe, Kayla. I'm going to Helltown, <laughs> y'all. Just kidding. It's six hours away. I'm not going to Helltown, oh, y'all. That's too far. <laughs> anyway. That's too far. Too far. And Dave Spinks, the guy at the end, I was super excited to talk to, to talk to him because he, he was in that Flatwoods monster film, which is, I mentioned it in the interview. That was one that Holly and I watched and talked about extensively during the yeah. Flatwoods monster episode. But he grew up around there and he like knew the guys who had that experience and like his family and everyone he knew had, like he said, he grew up and just had a huge fear of going outside at night. Like everyone took it extremely seriously to the point of like he said, I think it was like his dad when he was younger, they didn't have indoor plumbing. They had an outhouse and he would get in trouble with his parents because he would just be like, I'm not, I won't, will not, if I have to pee after dark, I'm just going to pee out my window, like off the deck. I'm not going to go to the outhouse and he would get in trouble because they took it that seriously. So I was like, damn, I need to go visit there because that seems cool. And then he told, he kind of went on a little bit. I wanted to talk to him more and record it because he went on a little bit of a, a a jaunt about, because he had his one book that I'm going to buy, which was about UFOs in West Virginia. And he talks about the fact that West Virginia in the 60s was like the number one state, number one location for UFO sightings. And that SETI originated in West Virginia, that a lot of UFO things were discovered in West Virginia, and that Hmm. he thinks that there's like an underground monitoring some kind of thing station there in West Virginia. Like there might be some evidence for that. So I don't know. He's He was a very interesting dude. Like just he, you know, this is what he does. And he just like was popping off facts. And I don't know. Very, very interesting. That's cool. Yeah, I want to get that book. I'm going to get that book. The She Squatchers were wonderful. I just love yes, them. The, the Bigfoot with the heel. I like yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Bigfoot, but with heels. But with heels. <laughs> and like, please go subscribe to their YouTube channel because they're in a, that YouTube race with some other guy and he seems rude. So please go yeah. subscribe if you can to help them win. Um, she said they were losing as of yesterday. So what is the, the website? What's their uh, channel? Is she Squatchers Official, I believe is what it was. Okay. So yes. please, please go sub so we can make sure that they win because they deserve it. I'm sure it is difficult for Sasquatch to find heels that fit. Right? Bigfoot, actual big, <laughs> actually big. Um, and then the Cryptid HQ guy, the Cryptid HQ stuff was my favorite. Like, I love that artwork. That guy is so talented. I'm pretty sure he he did all of the artwork or does all the artwork. Um, his wife was also there and she was helping out and she was also really sweet. But there's, the signs are very high quality, and there are Fresno Nightcrawler ones. There's all kinds there on their Etsy shop. So, and, and I don't know if you caught that, but they are doing a flash fiction contest, which sounds a lot yes. like story time writing, um, except like actual truth yeah. stories. So if you um, get the chance, you might want to check out their website, because that was really sweet. That's awesome. And then... Leah Fisher, those cryptid catcher books, those are just cute. I have nothing else to say other than they're adorable. And <laughs> those are very cute. But yeah, those are my comments. The one person that I did not get to interview that I was really sad about was they, they again had some vendors. This was the problem they had the first year I went, which was that they had some vendors around the speaking area. And there was one guy who was over in the corner. The she squatchers were in there and I actually asked her to come talk to me to the side And that's why there was that awful door screech because we were in the room that separated to the bathroom. So someone just went to the bathroom and it was like, (laughs) screech! The door 
our screen. <laughs> I was like, okay. But there was a guy there that, that did the Black Eyed Kids movie. And I think it's the one we watched on Amazon. No. Yes. Yes. Um, so he did it. And Jack heard him say, he was telling another guy, that the kid on the cover was, he said was a photo of his little sister when she was a Black Eyed Kid. And I was like, no. dude, that... Like, I do not want to question you, but it looks a little photoshopped. But either way... I have the book over here. Yeah. yeah. It looks a little, photo, looks a little photoshopped. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Either way, he said that, like, his sister experienced that or, like, that had happened to her or something. I was like, mm. damn, I really wanted to talk to that guy. But it was just, it's like, terrible acoustics in that room because there were talks going on. But Jack overheard yeah. that story and I was like, excuse? Like, what? So, more mysteries to be unveiled at a later date. Yeah on that uh black eyed oh. kids uh noctua 52 we talked about them in an episode I, that should be a podcast episode that you can look up yeah. they're just kids with black eyes who like i don't think we ever even came to a conclusion of like what we thought they were just be. creepy aliens or, aliens or monsters or spirits or something they're just creepy yeah. people see kids with black eyes yep so I, I guess I'll dive into the things that I got because the the first one has to do with the first gentleman I talked to, which was the, um, uh, what was his name? I have all the business cards here. So he was the I Know Squatch guy. I Know Squatch. He had some merch. I don't know that I showed a lot of his merch, but he also had some interesting merch. But his name was, what was it? Started with an R. Rick. Rick. I'm well organized today. Rick wrote a field guide to Bigfoot stick structures. Yes. With actual pictures. With actual pictures. Sick. And I picked this up and asked him to sign it so we could give it away to a patron. So this is going to be a giveaway on Patreon to one of the pa uh, patrons. I'll post about yeah. that. But he put Spooky Scouts stick with squatching and he signed it. And I'm That's amazing. very happy about it. It's the cutest thing. But it, it is an interesting book. I, I will probably skim it before I give it away. I didn't get to read it thoroughly. But he talks about the different... I, I have seen these. These ones where they That's build so cool. the triangle triangular structures. So he talks about those. He talks about... I find these photos terrifying. Where are they? They're the ones I showed you before we started. Where stuff's just like straight broke. And it's, like, oh, yeah. giant trees that are straight, like, bent in half. Like, look at this. Yeah, and there's no indication about how that could have happened. It's just, yeah, it's Whoa. just, like, bent in half. That's so weird. And then there's him next to one. Wow, that's, that's a big tree, too. Yeah. So, huh. the book kind of talks about that and talks about maybe how some of, some sticks that are, like, placed, or some things that are oh. placed. What? Oh, Model of Disaster said that's similar to the one from the first season of Expedition Bigfoot. And I think I did watch Expedition Bigfoot, and it was actually one of the better Bigfoot documentaries. Ooh. Um, who, you went, ooh, and I heard Nuggy go, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Nuggy, are you interested too? Ooh. Um, so that he also, I've never heard this, but he talks about ground glyphs. So Whoa. they're specific, they're like sticks that are broken and left oh, in specific ways. I would do that. Yeah, do that for fun. <laughs> I, like, I would do that. But he says that campers find them outside tents or report them left in sites overnight while they're sleeping. No. And they, he feels they may be an attempt at interactive communication or dialogue. I hate that. So yeah, like people no. while they're sleeping, these like pop up and they're just, they just look like intentionally broken or arranged things, which is very interesting. 
Um, I don't like it. There's like there. This one's just a triangle. No. Just literally a triangle. Weird. So. Yeah. Uh, show the show the signature because it's me. Oh yes. It's so sweet and because <laughs> I was like, can you make it out to Spooky Scouts so that way we can. Let me know if this fits. Spooky Scouts, stick with squatching. Stick with squatching. I'm trying to fit it in the square. I can't tell where the square is. That's incredible. So if you're part of if you're part of the Spooky Scouts patron, which you can join for just a dollar, I believe. Um, I think we have just a dollar. I think. Yeah, we do. Um, so yeah, that's Patreon.com/slash/SpookyScouts. So this will be given away on there, which it's really cool. And he's working on the fourth edition right now. Apparently, he's they said he's almost (laughs) done with it. Schnauzer. Oh no, shapes! My greatest weakness. Uh, yeah, are you afraid, Holly? I don't like shapes! They're shapes! I don't like it. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, this tree is just straight bent. That's weird! Yeah, I find that, That's I just weird. think it's weird. That's just bent yeah. into an arch. Oh, it does start at $5, okay. Okay. That's right, because Patreon was like, don't do Oh, yeah, they wouldn't let you reason. do that anymore. They wouldn't let you do it anymore. Sorry I about know, that, everyone. Man. Yeah, that was a thing when they did all those changeovers. Um, they make asterisks. Isn't that interesting? So it's oh. just like. They stuck up, like, there's a bunch of trees stuck together. Yeah, the, to make, like, a literal asterisk. It's really weird. I feel, and he hypothesizes on some some of the meaning of some of these things, which I think is really interesting. Um, like, the when they hang, like, a V branch over another branch, he calls that a wishbone. Yeah. And Whoa. he said, Bigfoots take these sapling branches and hang them on trees over a path. These mark a way to travel or or are a directional indicator. They are often wow. seen hanging over game trails. The wishbone is always hanging with a stem pointing upwards over the middle part, path, path or trail. So it's like some, some kind of like discussion of behavior and stuff yeah. as well. So just think it's really interesting. Um, I think it's super interesting. Also, Plumpton Bronze Bottom said, did you see the Chinese video of the giant triangle in the sky? I didn't, but that sounds horrible. <laughs> didn't see that. <laughs> don't know if I wanna. Don't know, don't know. I think we're good. I mean, I do wanna, but I'm also gonna hate it. So. <laughs> I'm gonna hate it. Okay, so additionally, we got both of the the books by Leah Fisher for Jack's nephew, but I'm going to read them before we give them to him. No, they're so But they're cute. so cute. Look at how nice quality and look how thick this is. That's, That's awesome. That's really thick. And like the second one's the, the same length. Oh, they're the Grifty Keeper. Really good. And like, yeah, retail is only $8.99 for each. That's awesome. The first one's $7.99. So yeah, they're not expensive. And like, she was really sweet. I really recommend. I'm I'm going to read them and I'll report back. After I finish this next book I'm reading, so. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Victoria. I would have loved those books as a kid. Like, that would have, I would have been stoked. Can you see these at the Scholastic Book Fair? Like, yes! they're so wonderful. Yeah. yeah, I hope, I hope that they do very well. They're very cute. Yeah, I don't know when she wrote these, but her website is also really nice. So I, I recommend going and checking it out. She's, she's wonderful. I followed her on Twitter. I, okay. So let me go over the stuff I got for myself and then I will give you your rundown of your things oh, i'm so excited so the the big tent at the start where i'm like this is the bigfoot convention yeah it had the the silly t-shirts and stuff i got myself like a normal ish one so this one on the front it says bigfoot search gear search search gear yeah i'm just trying <laughs> to get that in frame in my square 
Yeah, that's sick. Bigfoot search gear. And then I got yeah. it because the back looks like a block print. Look at that. Oh my god. With the like two. Yes. Isn't that cool? <laughs> that's great. It looks like a block print. I thought it was. It does. And then like the one looks like uh, uh, it's like a like a park ranger, ranger like and a then park like ranger? that guy yeah. just looks like a camper so i was like this feels yeah. cute but yeah isn't that nice it's amazing so i got this one for myself i love it it's great it's quality so that one came from that first booth uh kayla's kayla's also wearing the shirt that i yes. got her from deception pass where i went camping they sold this shirt there just said deception pass bigfoot club and he's a hippie <laughs> yeah I mean, of course, he's from here. Our Bigfoot is a hippie. Your Bigfoot is apparently just like a vicious murderer. He's just a hillbilly throwing rocks at yeah, people. Yeah, That's what yeah. he is out here. Which makes yeah. sense. That tracks. Yeah. Our Bigfoot's probably high. <laughs> Super high. Yeah. It's like, whoa, man. Whoa. Um, so this one came from BigfootSearchGear.com. So I did not uh, talk to those people, but it's big BigfootSearchGear.com. Nice. And from the the handmade all put together vintage designs i got this mothman bag it's so cute look how cute it it's is so cute and i was gonna get like they had a bigger brown one because i don't typically like red bags but i don't know this is just cute and mothman, i like that yeah one. like mothman he has red eyes so it just felt appropriate yeah. i'm trying to like i like it a lot and it's made out of like old material or some old blankets yeah this is an old wool blanket it's really cute and it's just like really well made so it's just and it's yeah got, like, it looks pocket. felted yeah it's really it nice looks, it, it's very cute it's so cute i love it got that for myself um and i think okay so for you i got you i'm gonna let you pick a keychain and then i got you <gasps> a shirt a keychain yes. so from the cryptid hq guy i got two keychains okay um i got the flatwoods monster one yes it's so good. I know you like the Flatwoods Monster. I do. I do. Because it looks like the Lady of Pain. Yes. <laughs> and then I also just got their logo. Because I thought their logo was really cute. Oh my god, with the little aliens? Yeah, because it's got an alien and Nessie and the Squatch. I don't know. It's not going to yeah. focus. but It's great. Um, So whichever one you want. No, I don't want to decide. You, you pick okay, one. Okay, I'm going to pick the Flatwoods Monster for you. Because I okay, feel like fine. you love her. I do. <laughs> I do love her. And then this is the shirt I got you. It was featured on the video. Oh my but god! I had to get it for you. I'm so excited because it matches the one you got for me. I got you another. Oh my god! No! Yeah, he's the wild and free. Yes. And look, he's got. Yes. Oh my god! Because he has mushrooms around him. I just love that it says "wild and free." Big it's so funny. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm gonna wear it with joy. It's amazing. I love it. But yeah, he's got wild and free mushrooms hanging out just high it's the hippie bigfoot it's the hippie bigfoot yeah and this uh, they're different they're different species in the different parts of the world like hippie bigfoot versus like just rock throwing bigfoot <laughs> rock bigfoot but yeah, yeah this one also came from bigfootsearchgear.com so nice thank you kayla you're welcome those are wonderful gifts they are great had to get your prizes. I'm sure if you can. I'm sure if you can get if you go online, you can get your own bigfootsearchgear.com. Yes. So that that was my haul. I will be ordering a Mothman welcome sign from Cryptid HQ because this sign's like seriously. I think they're like they're laser cute. cut, and then like he they, paints them. They're just really nice. They look laser cut to me, yeah. From what I can tell, 
I love that that he made a like a sunny California like leggy boy sign. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah, everybody needs to get the yeah. leggy boy signs. They're wonderful. It's great. I know. I want a sign too. I like it. Yeah, like I need that for my front door. It's just it's just accurate. It's just what I need in yeah. my life. But yeah, that was it was it's really great. fun and I want us to do more things like that where I feel like we are when when we talk to people or talk about these experiences, we never invalidate them and we don't like go into it being like, "Yeah, but do you think it was blah blah blah?" It's just genuinely like, "Please tell me your experience." That is fascinating. I'm very interested and invested in what you're telling me and I believe you. And like, that's what yeah. people like to hear. Like, I felt like it was easy to talk to everybody and they were, they were interested yeah. in speaking to me, which was really nice. Well, and like, like I said, is that the, I feel like the most important thing that we like to cover is the human experience with the unknown and the paranormal, mm -hmm. whether or not the unknown and the paranormal are real or not, doesn't matter. The human experience with those encounters, I think is the most important thing. Yep. And that's the part that I think is the most fascinating, which is why I love watching documentaries about it because I just want to see interviews of people like, like at conventions like this. I just want to hear their stories. I just want to hear what they experienced. Cause that's what I find fascinating like, again, if they're, they don't have, like, whereas, like, if we don't have physical evidence, the most important thing we have is people's experience. Yeah. So, until someone, like, walks up with a, with an alien ship crash, like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing we can do to say if it's real or not. Like, speaking of that, before we go, we have to talk about this government document release. So, oh, God. they act, because, so they released the UFO report. We spoke about this in other episodes. They released the UFO report. Um, it's nine pages. <laughs> it's nine pages, more or less saying that, like, okay, so we don't know what some of it is. Also, please continue to fund us. Yep. It's just <laughs> money. It. They just want money. You can read it. You can read it. You can read it online. That's it. That's literally it. They, I mean, the good thing is, like, I so I follow the guy who is the fighter pilot who saw the Tic Tac. And, um... I, because I figured, like, his his experience and his response to this, I felt like, was going to be more valuable than others because he's a person who's actually encountered something and involved the government. Mm -hmm. And he more or less said, I know, it was the world's shortest government document. You're so right. <laughs> Nine pages. Interesting. How long, like, yeah, like, how long are all their bills? Like, 500? Yeah, interesting that that was um, so short. Yeah. And so his his reaction was that I know this is like more or less like he tweeted it out and like it was more or less like this is a big step for the government. Like the fact that they're saying we don't know what this is officially opens the doors for for more research, official research and more like taking it seriously. So I feel like the the lack of ridicule is what's the most important thing to come out of yeah. this. And I agree with that. Like, I agree that the lack of, yeah, the lack of ridicule and the lack of, like, playing the X-Files theme in the background on the news and stuff and taking it seriously is is the most important thing. Well, well while it didn't say anything important, the most important thing is just the, the optics of it. Well, yeah, because so. I, I feel like I always think of that Day After Roswell book, like, that's the that was the government's tactic to discredit any UFO suspicion was to make it a joke. So it's, like, unlearning... Right what like 70 years of being told that it's a joke like you have to so to yeah. get to this point that is pretty impressive 
No, absolutely. Also, Rex's magic, yes. The the singing wood mask alien monster, it was real and is terrifying, and Kayla and I never want to see it. I do not like thinking about it. I feel like at some point we need to reread it because I don't think that made it to a podcast. Was that pre-podcast that we read it? It was terrifying. It was like one of the first things. Your experience was terrifying. That is a terrifying experience, and I hate it. Yeah, I hated that hate. thing. I think about yes. it sometimes, and I'm like, please never come haunt my ass. No, like, I, know. I would not I be know. able. I would just simply yeah. pass away if that happened to me. No, terrifying. And the way you wrote it and described it was so scary. But anyway, yeah. So government still sucks. Still sucks. At least, at least they said. That they don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so ridicule is like a little bit less. So we're making steps in the right direction. It's not disclosure. I was disappointed. I just wanted to be like, aliens are real. We got the bodies. Here they are. Like, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, was it? But I mean, I knew that wasn't going to happen, but. So sad. Yes. Yeah. Um, Mithra and Liz, that's exactly like what I was thinking. That exact incident is the governor of Phoenix. When the Phoenix lights happened, the governor of Phoenix literally, like, discredited it and had a press conference where he brought out a guy dressed in an alien costume and downplayed everything. was like, you guys are too furious. And, like, literally, like, a decade and a half later, came on, they did an interview and was like, yeah, we don't know what that was. Like, I don't know what it was. None of us in Phoenix knew what it was. And he, like, regretted doing that because it was so... It was disgusting. It was like, you took this experience that was had by an entire city of people and diluted it down into a joke to ridicule people. And that's that's not, not cool. okay. He's just scared. No. So he bullied people, basically. Sounds yeah, right. no good. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm hoping will go away with all of this because there's like, people will see UFOs or whatever and have encounters and have all these things and will be less afraid to talk about it because they're not going to be labeled as a crackpot or whatever. Yeah. So I think that's important. That is important. That's a good takeaway from it because I was just mostly mad, but that is a very important takeaway to take from it. It's like, it's small victories. They're not going to just drop everything from the start and like to, to, to not, to no longer be making it a joke is a big deal. Yeah, and that's and that's all we can really ask. Like the fact that they released those videos and said it's not a joke and said that it needs like that it needs more research is the best we can probably get out of them at this point. Like climate change is slowly destroying the planet anyway, so like I feel like hopefully they'll focus on that. As much as I love aliens, like please keep us from burning up. It's 110 degrees in Seattle. Yeah. Like I had to put my chickens in the basement. Like come on. Yeah, it's too <laughs> like, we're, we the I planet. understand. We rip the planet. I understand. Yeah, I understand that we have more pressing issues as much as I would love disclosure. I get it, okay? I get it. I get it. <sighs> yeah. Oh no, lucky t- only Freya, poor fluffy Freya. Poor she's too Freya, hot. she's too warm. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm checking the. Chat oh yeah, right I'm looking now. at the chat too. Oh, but yeah, is I think that's I think that's pretty much it. Is there anything else? Any other updates? No more exorcisms in Home Depot. <laughs> no more exorcisms. Um, just that we hope that we can do this, these in person things again. Um, that is the yeah. plan. Please, if you if you want to support that endeavor, please. Subscribe to the Patreon if you if you're so inclined. That that helps yes. us out. I'm gonna link it in the chat. Yeah, we should actually put a goal on the Patreon so that um because our our next event that we want to go to is uh 
the Mothman Festival. Yes, we have till September so, to figure it out. Uh, we should look up plane tickets and we can put a goal because yeah, you would be the most expensive. It's only a few hours for me. Yeah, so I'm going to fly out to Kayla in September and uh, we're going to go to the Mothman Festival and do something similar to what we did here. But I also want to make a casual cosplay of Mothman. I have that dress. I, I'm just going to wear that dress if it's not too oppressively hot. I just want to wear like little like antennas and like some goggles. Be so good. <laughs> but yes, um, and I got a tiny mic, and I'll get a second tiny. Yes, mic. And a tiny so mic. Have yes, so we have a tiny mic. Recording equipment. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Disney. That's what I said. I. Oh, we should. Have, we could have a meet up there. That would be fun. Yeah, Jack told me that we should yeah. contact the. So the Twisted Paranormal Society. I have all these business cards here. Also had haunted nights haunted tours and like he was like i wonder if they would do like some kind of spooky scouts thing where people could come and take like a tour and it would only be you know the scouts and stuff and i'm like yeah that's a good idea so something to think about some options yeah so we'll we'll yeah we'll have a meet up there do some fun things um but yeah the patreon goes to us doing these fun events and doing live things and you know also, it's a tip to Kayla for her wonderful editing. <laughs> I was so proud of it. I was like, oh, man, I had so much fun. I'm glad that you liked it. That I'm glad that everyone liked it. It means a lot that you took the time to watch it. I don't know. It's, yeah. Oh, it was a lot of fun to make. Now I'm, now yeah, I'm going to go interview. I'm going to try and touch base with some local MUFON members. That's my next goal. Yes. To meet up with some local yeah. MUFON members and talk to them. Well, we're doing a bunch of cryptid stuff this year, but next year, I know that Alien Con is going to happen next year. And we need Alien Con, I think it's in Palm Springs, and we're going to have to go to Alien yeah. Con because that's going to be that's going to be amazing. I am down. So, I would like that's the dream. Mothman's going to be just pure fun because Mothman yeah. is just fun. Everybody who likes Mothman is hella fun. So, it's yeah. going to be but like Alien Con, that's serious. Like it's <laughs> it's time to talk about yeah. abductions. I'm ready. Yeah. We should go to Alien Con, like, dress super serious, like men in black. Can we can wear suits. <laughs> yeah, just, can we, be, we should wear suits. We could be men. We, yeah, we should literally be men in black. We should dress as, like, men in black. I used to have the, like, like, the memory thing as a toy from Burger King. I did, too. I wonder if I could find I that on too. eBay. Yeah, I did, too. <laughs> and, like, we could just interview people, like, and just ask insane things. Oh, yes. So, anyway, this, if you give to the Patreon, it funds these, these events. And we'll make videos. These, yeah. Yeah, and fedoras. Yeah, we'll just be men in black. It'll be great. The best. But yeah, well, anyway, um, we are going to go. This episode won't be on YouTube. We're not sure. It might be on podcast. If it is on podcast, it'll just be on our normal channels. But on YouTube, I'm just going to put the actual video up in like a week, and it's going to go on Patreon first. So Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, well, everyone, take care of yourselves. Uh, stay cool. It is very hot here. We're just going to end it a little early because it is so hot. And my upstairs, even though I have an air conditioning running, it's still like 85, like 90. Yeah, it's too hot for you to up be up here. there. And it's, uh, yeah, it's toasty because my house is not built for hot weather. Imagine. It's a, it's a wooden house from 1915. And needless to say, the draft in it is not great when it's 110 outside. <laughs> uh, but yeah uh keep yourselves safe do all that stuff uh make sure to drink water and uh we will see you next week goodbye scouts. bye goodbye 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 everyone i'm waving okay goodbye <laughs> goodbye
Thanks for joining us for another meeting of the Spooky Scouts. I'm Scoutmaster Kayla Klein, and you can find me on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Scoutmaster Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about the Spooky Scouts, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookyScouts.com. You can offer the podcast some sustainable support and help us stay unbiased and ad-free by subscribing to Patreon.com slash Spooky Scouts for as little as $5 a month. Spooky Scouts is recorded live weekly on Twitch.tv slash WeCrowingHens. See you next time, Scouts. And remember, keep your eye on the sky and dare to know.